0: back. We'll be right back. Listen, I wonder how many of you can name that song. This is like Shabam, right? (laughs) Okay, if you said let's dance to the drummers Beat," you have some hip-hop soul in you. (laughs) Hello, I am Anne-Marie, host of About This Life. As you know, 2023 is the year that hip-hop turns 50. I think about hip-hop and all the other songs that I listened to when I was young. There was Parliament, Funkadelic, Give Up the Funk, Give Up the Funk. There's Let's Dance to the Drummer's Beat. I just played a snippet of that. I remember Run DMC playing uh, as, as a young girl growing up in Brooklyn, New York. One of my favorites was Heavy D and the Boys. What about MC Light and Queen Latifah? Oh, my goodness. The roster of hip-hop artists runs deep. If you're like me, when I was growing up, though, I was taught that hip-hop was bad. I shouldn't listen to it, so on and so forth. I'm going to talk about that at the end. Let, Let me not get ahead of myself. What I want to talk to you with about this episode is the value of the art because the arts has the ability it is the soundtrack of our lives it it, it whether we go back in time to the beatles to elvis to the, to the music of the 60s some of you <laughs> whether we go back in time to michael jackson to prince we can all think about music or genre of music, a style of music, or a particular artist that was definitive of who we were at a certain age group. And, and most especially as we were coming up in school in terms of education. I find this to be so true. What I love to do as an educator is I love to bring the arts and blended, integrated with the content, content that I teach, which is reading English language arts. That's a mouthful. So, I teach eight students eighth grade reading. I teach students how to read and comprehend to be critical thinkers, analytical thinkers. I also teach them how to write, whether it's narrative, argumentative, expository writing, so on and so forth. But I do believe that if we brought music into it, still meeting all of the state standards that teachers are obligated to do, we engage students in such a way. Of course, it's not limited to music. The different art forms that I like to engage in, that my district engages in, is music that you've heard me talk about, drama, visual art, media art, and dance. Oh my goodness, the things we can do. You want to teach students Shakespeare in today's time? How about teaching it with some drama? So the arts, which is often the first thing to be cut, should be the very last thing to be cut. You see, we process information, we process our lives, we process the data, the information that is given to us with art. If you are a parent listening, you might say, well, what does this episode have to do with me? Hold on, hold on, I have a response for you. You are your child's first teacher. You have the ability, you have the power, you have to say so to work with your PTSO, PTA, to work with the administrator at your school and say, listen, I understand that arts can enhance learning. I would like to know what this school is doing to facilitate that. Because just maybe, just maybe instead of Johnny or Susie or, or Jamal or or whomever, instead of them going to detention, instead of them getting in trouble all of the time, if they can learn through the arts, if they can be engaged through the arts in a way that is relevant to their own life experience, quite Possibly they might start doing well on their test scores. Quite possibly they might start doing extremely well with their peers and peer pressure and all of that and processing their emotion. The other aspect is if you are a teacher, let me back up by telling you this quick story. In my district, we have every summer a summer institute. That, te- that helps teachers learn how to implement the arts into their lessons, regardless of content area. Now, most PDs in your life, you tune out, you think to yourself, oh, that could have been handled in an email, right? And when you go to a physical PD, or perhaps one on Zoom, you're saying to yourself, oh my goodness, <laughs> you tune out, you're, you're up there shopping <laughs> on your on your laptop instead of listening. I have to tell you that every summer when this particular PD is offered, when we bring in teaching artists who are well-versed in music, visual art, dance, media art, um, movement, When when we do those types of things, every single teacher leaves that PD refreshed, reinvigorated and saying, yes, my kids need this. So what I would like to do is I'm gonna play for you A conversation I had with one of my colleagues, her name is Sunitra Blocker, and she and I had a conversation on her podcast, Teacher Moves. So she has given me permission and the authority to go ahead and share what it is that we discussed together about the value of arts integration. It's only about 10 minutes long, I hope that you take a listen, and I'll wrap it up on the other side at the end. So let's let's listen to the conversation.
1: And, and welcome to our first edition of Teacher Moves for the for 2023. I'm going to start off by getting our guest to introduce herself.
0: Anne-Marie Maloney. I am a middle school English teacher, grade eight, <laughs> NBCT. I have to claim that. And tell us,
1: tell us what MBCT stands for in case someone doesn't
0: know. National Board Certified Teacher.
1: <laughs> Thank you. And I'm just going to start off with the first question. Can you tell us how you got started in education?
0: I got started in education because I had two boys at home, and working in marketing public relations was not the schedule that accommodated them. So I am actually a career changer. I had to make the teacher move of going back to school, receiving my master's degree um, while I was working and raising two kids. And it's 22 years later. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Now, now that we know how you got started, I wanna know what you've been doing for the 22 years that you've been (laughs) in education. Walk us through how you've moved as an educator.
0: How I've moved, oh my goodness. It's been spectacular. I started off in elementary school and I taught sixth grade. I love my sixth graders. I was teaching them all subjects though. What I recognize within myself is that I have a favoritism to some content areas than others. So after I received my master's degree, I made the decision, I kind of like the older students. And I love middle school. A lot of uh, teachers say they do not, but middle school, they're still young enough to shape their minds, to have an influence on them. So they're not set in their ways as much um, when they get to high school. So you have the ability to shape, but you have a different level of conversation with a middle schooler than you do in elementary school. And uh, 16 years later, here I am in uh, teaching eighth grade. Part of my journey, National Board Certified Teacher, at first, I don't know, some teachers say, I wanna get into it for the money. Okay, and to be honest with you, Sinitra, I thought, oh, that would be nice. But I have to tell you, I'm that person that once I was in it, the reflection, the opportunity to take a look at my professional practice, and that is why I believe I became a teacher teacher. So some of my moves, if I can just add this. It's something called arts integration.
1: Yes. It, is,
0: it is joy. Oh my goodness, arts integration. And I would like to thank Marlo Castillo for being a mentor to me. It's the opportunity to use music, drama, dance or, or movement, visual art, media art, and integrate it, blended if you would, with the subject matter. So I have found that there is this space where there is the written curriculum in terms of what we are required to teach and we want students to know. And a space where students want to have a voice, students want to be heard. They want to uh, not be many needs. Yeah. And I, when I started out as a teacher, i wanted my students to be a little me (laughs) it's like what do you mean you don't know how to do this i've shown you the steps right but by allowing them the creativity by integrating the arts they have come alive excellent yes yes can i share an example with you Absolutely
1: can. Are you just real quick? Are you at an arts integration school? Or are you integrating? Because it's your passion?
0: I am at an arts integration school, Samuel Ogle Middle School. And I want I'm so anxious to share this example with you. For example, we had to teach our students Shakespeare, we went with the text, a midsummer night's dream, many people, even adults, even they have difficulty with Shakespeare. I never start on page one. I always start on one of the dramatic pieces, soliloquies or monologues in the play. What the students then did is they had to take hip hop songs and these hip songs, I'm like, who is SZA? (laughs) a little baby and all of that they took the hip-hop songs and because shakespeare writes with rhythm anyway in iambic pentameter they had to rewrite the lyrics of the song based on the play in order for them to do that they had to read the play so i did not have to force them i did not have to say read pages so-and-so or act one the scene one i didn't have to do any of that it came organically for them, and of course, they had to perform it. So that is just but one example of how we use arts integration.
1: Oh, I love it! I love it, and I do agree that some um, adults struggle with Shakespeare. But look at how yeah. sneaky you have got them to get interested in order for them to really thrive, because they they know who Scissor is, even if we yes even if we struggle with that one
0: <laughs> but they don't know they didn't know mc light and little kim so we, we can go back.
1: <laughs> like yes we got to give a little light so i love it um anything else you want to add with that for your so you're in art integration now you really love it anything you see yourself doing in the future our last question what what's your next step what's your like la- your next teacher move
0: I would love to see arts integration grow. There is a workshop during the summer called Pagati, and it is the best PD you will ever go to where you can learn all of these strategies. And here is a teacher tip. The Maryland State Arts Council provides money, provides grants, so that teachers can bring teaching artists into their classroom, I did not just teach Shakespeare by myself. I had a guy who had all the hip hop songs, terminologies and beat, and he taught alongside me. That was a grant provided to our school. You can do it too.
1: I'm going to do that. Like I I love it. I I did not know anything about this grant. And it's one more program if we have a couple of seconds. I you have encouraged me every summer to do a, a program for uh I think it's it's writing, a writing program.
0: Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. I am one of the part of the leadership University of Maryland Writing Project. It is a local chapter of the National Writing Writing Project. <laughs> and with UMDWP, we teach other teachers. So we teach you how to workshop writing and infuse writing into our classes. That aligns with the curriculum that we are given. And so by working with other teachers, in essence, you benefit from best practices. Right now, for example, we are working with the Reginald F. Lewis Museum we've worked with the smithsonian american art museum and we just delve into the love of writing and how to foster and facilitate that love with our
1: students do i have to be a maryland educator to be in that program is that for maryland educators only
0: each state has their own chapter so yes but you can come from any of the counties. We have done uh, teaching cohorts in Calvert County, Montgomery County, Prince George's County and Arundel. So our teachers come all over from all over in the state of Maryland.
1: I thank you so much for taking the time to meet today. It has been phenomenal. We have two jewels on how we can enhance our teaching and we appreciate you taking time to be on Teacher Moves. Thanks.
0: Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. (laughs) All right, all right. So I hope that you can see and that you can listen that basically what we can say is that The arts is a vehicle to engage our young people. Listen, parents, teachers, we share children in common. We are here for that. And I want to say to you that as a parent it's time that we start to bring some fresh new ideas and thoughts into our school maybe hip-hop isn't your thing maybe it's classical music or perhaps you are a visual artist and you love the art in museums regardless of the medium and the genre the point is that students are able to find expression through the arts and if they can do that, they are in fact learning and becoming critical thinkers. I wanna leave our teachers with the idea that uh, the every state, all 50 states, they have a state arts council that provides grants so you can get grants for teaching artists to come alongside you and to do do this teaching with you. It is an amazing thing. And yes, it does fit the standards that we are obligated to abide by. With that being said, I want to leave you with this thought. Why why talk about this topic? We talk about it because we are interested in just living our lives uh, in terms of about this life living our lives with vigor, with interest. Too many of our statistics say about depression and the suicide rates among young people and some of the bullying that they are going through. Might I suggest to you, let's find lights of hope that we can offer. If you are going to hit your ride to something, arts integration is just a valuable tool, one way to enrich our lives, to enrich the lives of our students. Who wouldn't want to do that? (laughs) So Anne-Marie, host of About This Life, where we are changing our lives. How? We are changing our lives one day at a time.